Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning. How are you all doing? I'm very happy to report that it is sunny here and the snow is almost all melted. And again, it's sunny here. <laughs> we got like probably six inches of snow last week. <sighs> it snowed all weekend. It was very, very upsetting. Actually, so I have a workhouse and a house I live in because, you know, I'm lucky that way. Even yesterday when I had a client coming, I had to go shovel the sidewalk and the step of my other house. I know, too soon. (laughs) I got text messages this morning saying, hey, it's sunny, yay, 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 because yes, we're all very happy. (laughs) Too soon, man, too soon. We went out to feed the cows, and they're busy mooing and mad, and I'm swearing with them, and my son says, are you and your cows bonding? I'm like, yes, yes, we are. <laughs> I know. you got to have fun, guys. got to have fun, right? So today's topic, intuition or instincts. I always giggle about this when I talk about this stuff because I was at a conference in um, Toronto years ago, and there was a lawyer, you know, this gentleman, and he was sitting at our at our table, and him and I got into a discussion about intuition being psychic because he asked, you know, what I do. And I said to him, and he's like, you know, get that look on his face when I'm talking about intuition and that. And I said to him, so what, what's the difference between me saying it's intuition and someone else saying it's instinct? And I totally stumped him for a while. It was awesome. I said, there really isn't a ton of difference. Instinct just sounds more masculine and acceptable than intuition because there's always that implied women's intuition, right? But as we all know, our women's intuition kicks butt. Uh Uh-huh. But you could call it instincts. Because instincts, it makes it feel like the very energy of that word makes it feel like it's more natural, like I instinctively know what to do. It's, it feels like it's better or more, and maybe it's because the masculine energy of the word, more acceptable, I don't know. But it does. So use the word instinct instead of intuition sometimes, and see how that feels for you. Because we do have instincts, and we do have intuition. I should have Googled and seen if they said there what the difference was, because, you know, I'm curious. Energetically, I don't feel like there's a ton of difference. And so something interesting that's happening is um, all the clients I talk to and Friends, every time I have a conversation lately, everybody's world is weird, (laughs) chaotic, craziness. 
and it's time to really rely on our inner wisdom to know how to navigate it. And not even to know how to navigate it, just to, again, just try to figure it out. Because it's not going to change, it feels like. It feels like this is our new normal, and we're like accelerated learning, if you will. It's just so busy. And, you know, things that took us four steps to do now take us ten steps to do. And people forget, and you feel scattered, and it's just it's the energy of the world. It's not crisp anymore. When I was working with a client last night, I said to her, you know, if you were sitting with me four years ago, I would have seen more of a straight line for you. But now it's more of a, if you choose this, then you'll go here. If you choose this, you'll go here. It's, it's less of a straight line and more of curves and twists and turns and completely up to you through your choices. So how do you know if you're making good choices? The other thing that is coming up for clients when we're talking about this is that there's not really any bad choices because it's all about learning and soul growth. It's not possible to make a bad choice, which is nice, even if we may not always buy it. (laughs) But remember, we're here to learn, and it's not always going to be easy. We're not designed that way. We don't want it easy. We want it easy at times, but if it was easy all of the time, it just wouldn't work. It's just not possible. You can make peace with it, though, and just, you know, when the stuff happens and the shit hits the fan, so to speak, you just do it, like, go with it, figure it out, and move on. I shared a meme on my page yesterday, and it says, just let go. Let go of how you thought your life should be and embrace the life that is trying to work its way into your consciousness. It's by Caroline Mace, who I adore her stuff. And it's true. If you can make peace with your life the very way it is right now, your life will be less chaotic. Because realistically, this is what it is, right? And why is that not okay? We can get caught up in that trap of, oh, we need to be bigger, we need to be better, we need to do this, we need to have more, do more, be more, save the world, if you will. But do we really? What if your sole purpose is to be you, how you are right now with grace and acceptance. Do you accept you? We accept others, but do we really accept ourselves? One of the frequently asked questions I get is, how do I know when it's my intuition as opposed to just a random thought and I'm wrong. When did we decide being wrong was terrible? So what if we're wrong? Isn't that how we learn by getting things wrong? 
when did we decide that it was shameful to be wrong? Because it's not. It's a fact of life. It's part of our learning and our growth. And, yeah, it doesn't feel comfortable. But it's not supposed to, (laughs) right? I had a crazy day Monday. I had meetings and, (laughs) oh, yeah. (laughs) So my meeting, um, yeah. Remember a year ago, if you've been listening, and I got totally mean-girled at a meeting, and it was so bizarre and uncomfortable and a little bit blindsided. I mean, I'm not totally surprised on the character that did it, but at the same time, it just was weird. And so... That meeting happened again yesterday because, if you recall, it took me a long time to decide if I was going to join this organization in that manner. But I knew that if I didn't, I would have walked away from it totally. And I do love what this organization does. And it's not the facilitator that I had the problem with because I think she's fabulous and working for her is really good. But uh, So that meeting <laughs> happened again this year on the Monday. And it was interesting because said person has uh, accepted that she couldn't bully me out of this organization. Um, Is she graceful about it? I wouldn't say that. But she's not um, obnoxious about it. And actually, um, last year's shenanigans did come up by somebody who didn't really understand, and I was kind of entertained. And I wanted to say to this person, don't worry, that whole thing was personal and aimed at me. But, of course, I didn't. I was, you know, classy about the whole thing. And um, I also found it's so interesting because this person that, you know, targeted me completely showed a side of herself that the other people had never seen. And it had consequences is a part of the meeting that it came to and the way she handled it was enlightening. And now I'm not the only one that sees this side of her, which of course makes me feel validated. But at the same time, I'm disappointed because it is going to have a ripple effect and consequences, right? And I would like to explain to her how her choices are going to have consequences that she may not love or may not expect. But at the same time, she has made these choices. So I want to remind you, when you make choices, there's going to be consequences and you may not like them but roll with it. There's a reason the consequences happen. It's for your learning and your growth. Anyways, it was very enlightening. There's definitely a different energy to the, the group. And um, I knew instinctively or through my intuition 
that if I didn't join the group in a different manner, I would walk away, and I, I like what it's doing. I like what I do for the group. I'm a big part of it. And I knew intuitively that if I just showed up, did what I do without making a scene, without, you know, making a big deal about it, the rest of the people would get it and I would be more accepted. And it worked. And I knew that it would. Because I did not do anything to deserve what she did to me. Or maybe I did, right? Maybe I did something and this is how, you know, she wanted to get revenge or however it was on her side. But I didn't have to engage. And I didn't. I just did my thing and do what I do. And, um, yeah, definitely a different atmosphere. Definitely a different energy. And so um, at the end of the meeting, I said to them, hey, I'm a 4-H leader, and I'm going to need some people to help me with this, this, and this. And they're like, absolutely, you just let us know. And so my point is, when these uncomfortable, weird, bizarre situations happen, take the time to tune in, take the time to instinctively or intuitively Check what consequences could be and how, if you make this choice, this could happen. And then see what, what comes up. I know that if you just hold your ground, hold your head up high, do what you do, when people are trying to create chaos for you, it won't work. In fact, I teach a class on this in communications and in self-confidence, and it works. I am proof, right? I am proof. And I've just, I just didn't let that become true. The things she said about me, how she treated me, I didn't let that become true. And it worked. When you know who you are and what you're capable of, because I could have. <laughs> I know this. We're all capable. I could have done exactly to her what she did to me easily, too. But I have a certain set of rules I live by that are mine. And one of them, good or bad, but it's something that I live by, because I'm empathic and I feel what people are feeling, I will never humiliate or attack anybody in a group setting. I will defend myself sometimes. Not all the time. Sometimes I don't because it's like, you know what? You're just not worth it. I will defend myself gently, but I will never, like, target them or make them extremely uncomfortable in a group setting. I will have one-on-one conversations, though, where I say, look, that was not acceptable, and um, we need to hash this out right now, and in the future, that won't be tolerated, and I will. I mean, they get a warning, basically, that if that behavior continues, that I find not acceptable, and that's my choice. 
I do get to decide in my world what is acceptable behavior and what is not. And if they do it again, I will fight back in the group setting, and it will be ugly because I'm good at it. Because that's the other part of being an empath, right? You have to be aware of knowing what you know, and when you fight back, we can get a little dirty because we know where to target. We know what to say or do that will get maximum impact because we know. We may not be aware that we know, but we do. So that's a thing as an empath. Be aware of that for yourself. If someone upsets you extremely, you need to take that little breath, that maybe that step back and decide how you want to handle it before you move forward to handle it. Cuz we know we know. And it may not be consciously that we know, but we do know. We know how to hurt. We know how to hurt where it hurts the most because we feel what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. So it is a responsibility. I know this because I know I can. And for reals, I had to figure it out, right? It wasn't pretty. <laughs> Not at all. But now I know. We're so fascinating, aren't we? So back to instinct and intuition. You can feel it in your body a lot of times, especially those that are empathic. You know, you get your gut feelings. You feel heavy in your chest. When someone attacks you, you often feel it in your chest like a, it hurts. Like it just is like a punch. We um, use words like, um, yeah, sometimes we want to throat punch somebody because they've said things about us. <laughs> I use those words. Yep, and it's not that I would ever do it, but I really would like to. <laughs> good times, good times. Uh, make sure you have a way to vent out frustrations if you can't use your words. Because right now using our words may not be the best Plan of action, because people are a bit of a hot mess, ourselves included. And it may not do what you want it to do, and it could have consequences that you didn't intend. I feel like I'm saying that all the time, but it's true. This is the world we're in now. It's bizarre. Getting to know yourself and getting to know, um, like kind of a code of behavior for yourself, if you will, just to make it easier for you to understand how you react to things, how you want to handle things, is really a good idea. Then you don't have that, like, embarrassment and shame. Because for myself now, if I'm going to fight back, I'm aware that I'm going to fight back. I come up with a plan for myself to do it. And I, you know what, lots of times I don't even have to. It just naturally resolves itself somehow. And maybe it's the energy I create with saying, no, that is not acceptable to me. 
maybe it's intention. Because our energy in this universe right now is reactive, but it's also very proactive. We can make things happen. We have the skills and we have the talent. We do. We got this, even when it feels like we don't. It's definitely interesting. I have to say, you know, when it snowed on the weekend, I was really depressed. That doesn't usually happen to me. I can usually roll with things. For whatever reason, it completely sideswiped me, and I was upset and whiny. (laughs) It was terrible. I needed this sunshine to come back so I could be happy again. And as I was in it, I was like, wow, be one of the things that's just happening energetically with us. We feel everything more intensely. So enjoy those happy, happy moments, things that you notice. Enjoy the happy because if we let that be just as intense as the sad and stuff that derails us, it will create a better balance. We're all juggling. We're all juggling the energies. It's insane. I don't know what our world's coming to, but I guess we'll find out, won't we? So if you want to know some steps to how to tune into your intuition or instincts, you have to slow down for a minute. You have to do things that lift your energy so you can be in a good space and figure out what works best for you to tune in. For some people, it's a meditation. It can be a guided meditation, like we're going to do later. It's going to be um, the third eye meditation, just to bump up your intuition. And so you can get your messages by just things floating into your mind, and you just know they feel right in your body. When I get a message like that, lots of times it feels like a puzzle piece being put in, and it clicks. Um, You can get shivers. If I'm working with someone and some stuff comes up, I get shivers if that's, like, really true. Um, You can just feel it. Just feel it, and it just feels true. Trust that. If I have something I need to work out, and I do a guided meditation, and I'm not clear... I go for a walk in my pasture or driving. Driving is excellent for letting your mind drift and getting those good messages and insights. Um, A trusted friend. So I can phone someone and we can talk about it and I will get clarity on it. And it's because the energy of it is being bounced back and forth and the very... um, Intention behind it helps you get clarity. So if you're clear audience, like you have the clear hearing, that's an excellent way because if you're on the phone and the information is coming through your ears, that will help you. If you're clairvoyant, the guided meditation where you visualize and imagine, that can be amazing for you. If you're clairsentient, both of those would work, but you pay attention to where it feels in your body and use your chakras as a guideline. So if it's something to do with money, you're going to feel it in your root chakra. If it's to do with relationships and emotions, you're going to feel it in your sacral chakra. If it's 
to do with power and your way, your, the way you are in the world. It's going to be your solar plexus and so on. Get to know you. That's how we navigate this crazy world. Get to know you. So Monday with my crazy meetings and <clears throat> I had to take my son for some appointments. And we did one appointment and we didn't have the next one booked. And I'm like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? And I just stopped for like, 15 seconds, tuned into what to do, went and did it. We went someplace else, and it worked out perfectly, like better than I had anticipated it would. So tune in, feel it. And I felt that one in my body. It was like definitely a nudge to turn, but which way did I turn? Turn right from where I was and go to the next place, like a walk-in clinic kind of a deal. So pay attention to those nudges. Sometimes they feel physical. Like this nudge to turn right, a nudge to turn left, a nudge to take this path. And nudges are body to intuition or instincts. Totally going to practice interchanging those words because it feels good, right? It does. Because <sighs> some days it just feels like a whirlwind of energy. Even my animals are edgy. My cats keep knocking all the books off my bookshelves lately. Really? Really, brats? Okay. And there's these big crashes in my house, and I come look. Because sometimes there's crashes, and it's like, you know, crossed over loved ones. Nope, these are my cats. Mm-hmm. The one cat that really doesn't usually do this. I don't know. They're feeling whatever's going on in our world, too not just us. Hey, Friday's International Day of Peace. I know. Squirrel. (laughs) I find that I really have to make lists because the days go by fast and I'm busy accomplishing things and things get missed. I find that I have to carve out those moments to tune in if I need them. Like physically, mentally, consciously, with awareness, carve out the time. Because if I don't, I stay distracted. Watch your distractions. What are your distractions? Make a list. That's a huge part of getting to know yourself. What do you use to distract you from your life so that you don't have to deal with things? We all do it. What are yours? I know that if I go do certain things, it's because I'm procrastinating on doing something either I don't want to or that's going to be messy. And I'm like, oh, subconsciously this is how I feel about this. Huh, good to know. Very good to know, right? Know your guidance system, know your tells, what you use to not do what you need to do. (laughs) But then stay flexible because there's just curveballs all the time. Totally, totally fun, totally chaotic, but we got this. It will be okay. Yesterday morning after my crazy day, and I woke up and I'm taking over as the 4-H leader, and I just felt completely overwhelmed 
and like that I couldn't possibly. And so I had to take some moments just to like breathe and say, okay, what can I do to help alleviate what I'm feeling right now? And actually I cleared my energy. That helped a ton. And then I just made a list of the people I know would support and help me in this endeavor. I'm not alone. And then I realized, hey, that's, that was my answer. Because it's a volunteer position, and there's other people that will help me. I'm not by myself. It's okay. But how often do you forget that? How often do you forget that you do have help and support from other people, but number one, we're either too afraid to ask for help, we don't want to bother them. We know they're busy. You know, we don't want to be a burden. We like to be independent. But asking for help and giving people the opportunity to help you is part of that giving and receiving, that reciprocity that's important in our world. I love reciprocity because it creates an energetic balance that you don't get burnt out. We need to practice our giving and receiving. Lots of us are really good at giving, and we suck at receiving. But when you look at the big picture, receiving means someone else gets the satisfaction of giving. Kind of makes sense, right? But we forget. Our independence can be a little bit self-sabotaging at times. Be aware. Be aware of why you do what you do. And it'll it'll help like tremendously. Oh, good time. I'm seriously can't I can't wait till I get to go out in the sunshine a little bit. <laughs> I go do my morning chores. I find that I've been procrastinating about them when it was all snowy. Snarling, actually. But when I go let my horses out today and check on my sore bull, I have a bull that hurt his leg. I got to go check how he's doing. And our bottle-fed calf, Sally Solstice, she's doing amazing. Amazing. And she's so adorable. So when I get to go out this after this radio show and check on all of them, that is going to make me smile. And I've just, I'm just standing out in my barnyard and looking around and appreciating the trees and the grass and the blue sky and a little harder when it's not blue sky, but, you know, it's okay. I actually don't mind the snow. I like the seasons, but not this early. Not this early. All right, so... How much more time? So I have like 26 minutes left. So I like to stay around the halfway mark so that if you want to come back to a meditation, it's easy for you to find. So let's do that. Let's do our third eye journey. So this is going to help support your intuition or instincts so that you know what you know with confidence and clarity. All right. Nice breath in. All right. Make sure you're comfortable, feet flat on the floor, nothing crossed or tangled. All right. We're going to start with a relaxation journey. Eyes are closed. 
And let's take three big deep breaths, three big deep breaths as you begin to release and let go. Begin to focus on the sound of my voice and allow all the other sounds to drift to the background. They are unimportant to pay attention to. They can only take you deeper. As you bring your attention to your feet, your legs, and from your toes to your knees, You become aware of your legs relaxing. Every breath takes you deeper now as this relaxation moves up into the thighs, the hips, and the stomach muscles relaxing as well. And the more relaxed you become, The deeper you go, the deeper you go, the more relaxed you become. This relaxation now continues moving upward in through the solar plexus, across the chest area, in through your shoulders, and moving down through your arms, your hands, your fingers, and the neck muscles relaxing. Each and every breath takes you deeper. Every breath you breathe in, you're breathing in the relaxation to the body, the positive to your mind. With every exhalation, you're releasing any discomfort from the body and any negative from your mind. And now, this relaxation keeps moving up into the scalp and across the forehead and down over your eyelids, your facial muscles, your jaw muscles, and your physical body relaxes deeply and completely with every breath. In a moment... When we count backwards from five to zero, you will enter 
the imagery states when we reach zero. And now, at five, four, three, two, one, zero. Deeply, deeply asleep. Deeply, deeply relaxed. Deeply relaxed. When the door of your imagination opens and there remains relaxation and comfort all around, it is sometimes easier to experience the third eye as right there. All of the senses come into a higher frequency and to know within lifts up. It is for you to know within sometimes called a voice for you to hear, sometimes an eye for you to see, but always about knowing something more. might also be a feeling, something beyond, something within that is bringing forth information as to what is just right for you. could be the right way to go, the right decision to make. You've heard ancient tales about it. Much throughout time has been written about it. And each mortal being, including you, seems to have it, whether they are aware of it or not. To foster it, is to pay attention to it, to listen, to notice, to become more aware, to know when intuition is talking is not always clear until it is. Yet the directive is to keep listening, keep seeing, keep feeling. See what you see, hear what you hear, or know what you know. Keep attending to it. Keep noticing. It can be a clear audience, a clear hearing. It can be a clairvoyance, a clear seeing. It can be a clear sentience, a clear feeling. They are all right. You might have them all. You might have one, you might have two. You do have something. And each and every time you follow it, you appreciate it. Just simply appreciate that it gave the direction that seemed right, and you followed it. Each and every time you follow it. Take the moments to appreciate it. Just simply appreciate that it gave the direction that seemed right. And you noticed it, you became aware of it, and you followed it. So then, how to trust it? 
how to trust it and know to follow it and follow it no matter what. When to open the deepest door. When to become so quiet that the only thing that could be heard or seen or known is that which dwells in your third eye. The knowing within does want your attention, does want to be seen, does want to be heard, does want to be felt. And when it gets that, it becomes even more forthcoming. And then it can be trusted again and again. And for always and forever. And you take the leap. Right now, in the mind's eye, the knowing within, we're going to take some moments to dwell there for just a little while. Listen and come to hear, come to know what's important for you to hear and know or feel right now. I'm going to give you a few minutes to do just See how it goes. Notice what you notice. Feel what you feel. See what you see. Hear what you hear.
a few more seconds to notice what you notice. Feel what you feel. What was important for you to know? With more practice, strengthening will take place. You will get better at this. And the full trust occurs for intuition to grow and develop in a positive way. And so, let's bring back the positives from this journey as we come up and out now, reinforcing the third eye energy and the knowing within. You're feeling confident. You're feeling refreshed at zero. And now at one, two, three, four, five. Eyes open wide awake. Say your first name out loud. Eyes open wide awake. Say your first name out loud. How did that feel? Did it surprise you? Did it feel familiar? Do you know what your guidance system is? Do you know how you follow your instincts or intuition? If you don't, it would be a good time to figure that out, wouldn't it? As you become more aware, your life will get better. It just does. The spiritual journey is a little chaotic at times, but it's completely worth it. Completely worth it. And when you get an intuitive message and you follow it, celebrate that. Even if it's a fist pump, yeah! Nailed it. Got it. Understood it. Woohoo! Celebrate it. Takes practice. It definitely takes practice. And meditation is always helpful. And if you can't do the quiet, you know, zone out meditation, do guided. Do walking meditations. The key is to tap into that energy of what it feels like. When you're driving, you can go into a meditative state quite easily. You go into a theta brainwave. That's subconscious. We don't consciously do it. It just happens. Use that as your marker, guidepost. You can do this. You got this. And it's more important now than ever to take the time to follow your intuition and instincts because our world's crazy. But it is what it is, right? We don't get a choice. We have to navigate it, so let's do that. All right. Well, it was lovely as usual, and I'm going to sign off because seriously, I can't wait to get outside so I wish you all a wonderful rest of the week. I will not have a live show next week because I'm at a conference. And so I'll be back in October. Woohoo! Halloween month. My favorite. And Thanksgiving. Mm-mm-mm. Food and spookiness. Love it. So enjoy the rest of September and sending you all a hug. And if you have any questions about the show, message me on Facebook, send me an email, shannon at psychiccowgirl.com, 
and uh, we'll see how it goes. All right. Cheers. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. dot com.